I'm going to start our song right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different band, a different artist, and we listen to all of the records and we rank them from worst to best, and we give our biggest banger from each of them. Uh, if you didn't already know, we're getting we're getting God, into damn. Bright Eyes, and we listened to ten of the records, so we're going to get through all those. And before, but before we do that, we're going to get into our six degrees with Tom DeLong. That's where we connect the band of the week to our boy Tom DeLong. So uh, while you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, give us five stars and five stars only. Go to all the social media is at As, is at Asinine Radio. We have a phone number you can call, leave us a voicemail, send us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. And we have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We, we'll send you the link. And if you did not already know, my name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. So, Jeff, let's jump into this. Uh, did you do anything for the, for the Six Degrees of Tom DeLonge? Because I forgot. Uh, no, I didn't do anything. I've been, I've been lagging on it, though. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh. I know, I know, I know. Well, okay, know, so let's know, move on. Let's move on to the rankings. Like I said, okay. Bright Eyes have 10 records. So let's start, Jeff, with you and uh, Bright Eyes' worst record. What do you got? Go. All right, here's here's uh, here's their only bad record. You ready for this? The only thing that they did, they've done, that I think is just absolute trash. What do you think it is? Uh, the Christmas album. Oh, yeah. This is fucking <laughs> terrible. This is so <laughs> bad. Dude, it's a Christmas album. And it sucks. I didn't finish it. The second to last song, it was just like, wow, you've got to be kidding me. This is just, I didn't want to talk about that much. I've never liked this album. I think it's fucking terrible. Didn't like it even more this week. I can't even believe that this is Bright Eyes. I really can't. This is bad. Very bad. Okay, that's fine. So you have no banger. That's, that's cool. Um, uh, no. No. All right, so let's, let, I think some of these we're going to get through pretty quick because they have 10 fucking records. And a lot of them are the same. But, um, yeah, so my number 10 is their, la- or is their first record. How the uh, fuck is it not the Christmas album? Uh, collection of songs written and recorded in 1995 to 1997. Came out in 1998. Um, this one, <laughs> this one is, uh, it's just a mess of a record, and it makes sense. It, it's, it's just essentially home demos that Connor made. Uh, it's very raw sounding, a lot of drum machines. Um, I mean, it's cool to, to hear demos, but to put it as like a, a, an actual record is just silly, silly boy talk, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I got really nothing positive to say about this one. I was bored and I thought, oh my God, dude, I have an hour of this fucking record. Wow. All their records are fucking long, you know, at least 45 minutes long. Okay. So that's my number 10, collection of songs. So what do you got for number okay. nine? Okay. Uh, Down in the Weeds, where the world once was. Down in the last weeds. album. Okay. 2020. I will say that that I agree. A lot of these albums are fucking so long, and they're we're just it's there's not there's not always a lot of substance to them. There's a lot of the same, and and this one I may have just I've, I've listened to this one today, and I may have just fallen victim to like 
Burnout. Burnout, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think so, because it starts off solid, and I thought, like, okay, this will keep my attention longer. Um, but as it went on, I, I just found myself wandering, just thinking about other things. Like, oh, I need to go to the fucking grocery store. We need bread. Like, that's not a good album. A good album shouldn't make you want to, like, go over your grocery store list. <laughs> and it's not a bad album. It's a solid listen. I enjoyed it. I would never go back to this. I don't have any stinkers, but nothing on here is anything close to a banger. Okay, that's fair. That's very, very mm-hmm. fair. All right, so my number, my number nine is Christmas album. There we go. Finally, I can't even believe. How do you? You would honestly like. You would rather listen to this than his first. Yes, because I I enjoy Christmas songs. I know that you don't, unless it's sung by the Chipmunks. Um, so <laughs> I do enjoy Christmas songs, and and I, what I kind of liked was the um how the girl I forgot who the, what the girl's name is, but she sang on on a lot of the songs. Um, she sang on all of White Christmas, which is a good song, and it was nice not hearing Connor do that song. Um, but yeah, this is my my number nine. I just I don't really care. Silly. Okay. So what do you got for number eight? Uh, a collection of songs written and recorded 1995 to 1997, released Fine. 1998. Yeah, this this album, this album, this album is it is it is what it states. It's a it's a collection of songs Connor had had banked from his teen years, and and kind of working on during side downtime of of other bands, and he was he was going to release this on his own. And this initially was was going to be like a dashboard confessional, Chris Grabber type of thing, singer songwriter, and that's what this kind of like like started. This this is what this is where it starts here. The problem with this is that sometimes it's just a little too teen angsty. I think there was a deliberate attempt at times for him to sound like Lou Reed, because I get oh. a lot of Lou Reed in him, and just on this one album, huh. and he sings like him. Um, but like other times, he's just being insanely whiny and bitter, and it's fucking annoying. His unique voice and his style is present here, but it's buried in like just poor execution, obnoxious teen angst. These songs are demos. Some of them are great with like great melodies that could go somewhere if they had done it better than this. But really, yeah. this is just this is just fodder for the true Yeds. But that first song is dope, dude. It's just an instrumental with like the heavy saw synth kind of bagpipey sound. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. a fucking killer song. Oh, but overall. This record is just like, eh, it's, it's for the true Yeds, honestly. So you would not get this on vinyl? No, I only get one on vinyl. Really? Okay. <laughs> Spoilers. I don't have it. <laughs> okay. All right, so my number, uh, my number eight is Letting Off the Happiness, their second record from 1998. Um, this one is, it's very whiny, very, very whiny. Um, the songs, I just, I couldn't really remember them from song to song. Um, yeah, just nothing stands out. It's, it wasn't bad. Like I wasn't upset about it. I didn't want to turn it off necessarily, but I, I really remember literally nothing from this record at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just okay. kind of, kind of boring. I mean, but that's a lot of fucking bright eyes, man. Yeah. The, the song, some of the songs are fucking way too long and like just a lot of long intros and, and, and shit like that. It's, ugh, it's annoying sometimes, but anyway, yeah, that's my number eight. Is letting off the happiness. Okay. So what do you got for seven? Letting off the happiness, baby. Second album, ninety-eight. This one, I, I I like how this one does build on his first album. The structures are vastly better. His vocals are way more polished. But really, like the only thing that is better than this one about than the first one is just like the production. 
Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking album. He's still whiny. He's still obnoxious. He's still just disconnected. And and I maybe like at a time, I was more I was more interested in Bright Eyes because this week I've I've definitely fallen off with Bright Eyes a lot. But <laughs> but maybe this is a time and a place. This is not age well. I I just find it annoying. I I find it obnoxious, obnoxious teen angst that I don't want to deal with. Because like when you have a, a a teenage kid at home, like why the fuck do I want to listen to another whiny little shit screaming about the same things? That's annoying. <laughs> but the song "The City Has Sex" that's a fucking banger of a song. That's a fantastic song. It's a little bit more aggressive, a little bit more crazy, a little more rambunctious, short, but it's a good song. Yeah. See, I don't I don't remember that song at all. Yeah. That's all right. All right. So my number seven is Down on the Weeds Where the World Once Was. That is the title. Uh, This is their 10th record, newest record from 2020. Um, Got no banger on this one. I thought this was just kind of a boring record. A lot of ballad kind of stuff. Um, I don't think it was Burnout because I I did enjoy the record prior. Uh, I did listen to this one today as well. I listened to four Bright Eyes records today, by the way. Um but yeah, dude. There, it, I think the the production on this is just very of its time, like modern production where everything is just kind of this this wall of sound kind of thing. It's just not there's not a ton of dynamic, and um, yeah, dude. It's just it's just whiny stuff with ballads, and I just I didn't really care too much for this record. Okay, so okay. down in the weeds, it's my number seven. What do you got for six? Uh, the People's Key. The ninth album before Down in the Weeds, 2011. This is the only Bright Eyes album that I've never heard before. And I actually enjoyed this one. I liked it. It was a cool progression to this type of indie music. This mm-hmm. is very, very animal collective sounding, just without the screaming mm-hmm. and growling and shit. It's very melodic, slightly sad, but overall like the music is, is optimistic, upbeat. It's a cool, it's a cool like Bright Eyes doing, you know, 2010 era indie music. I like it, keeping the genre alive a little bit. Yeah. I don't have a banger because I don't think I don't think like anything on here was 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 mind blowing, but I, I do think the album overall was was good. Was okay. solid. Was good. Was good. All right, all right. Um my number six is Fevers and Mirrors, third record from twenty from two thousand. Uh this one is it's more of a full band, um, rather than just Connor whining by himself. Uh, everything is really in sync here. They're all they're all really kind of playing with each other. It sounds very smooth, and it sounds like a real band, which is nice. Um, there's some pretty emotional and intense songs where it's not just him whining; like he's putting some some anger into his voice. You know, he's not yelling, but he just sounds more pissed. Um, it's a much darker tone, and from what I was reading, they recorded this record, or he, Connor recorded this record in his parents' basement on an eight-track tape. I thought that was kind of cool, yeah. but um, but yeah, and then there was like that weird ass fake interview at the end. That was oh, their, so good. There was their friend uh, Todd Fink from The Faint was impersonating Connor in this fake interview, and I, it it was funny because it was just like just just showing how just over the top Connor is sometimes, like with his the way he speaks and the shit he says. So I, <laughs> I enjoyed that part. They they kind of made fun of themselves, or he made fun of himself there. But uh, I the bang my banger is the calendar hung itself. That was that's actually a pretty intense song, almost playlistable. Um, that that's a solid song. But yeah, Fevers and Mirrors um, is my number six. So what do you okay. got for number five? 
Casadega. Casadaga. His eighth album, 2007. Not a bad record. My favorite part of this one was uh, was the music. Everything was just very like minor key, very, very like old oh, brother where art thou sounding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like that. Yeah. Which is a fucking killer soundtrack too. One Great of the greatest soundtrack. soundtracks I would say of all time. Oof. Probably top, top twenty for sure. Without thinking too much about it, uh, maybe even top fifteen or ten. I don't know. Great soundtrack. Um, a great. It's just a great. It's a great Western album with a ton of feel to it. These songs flow nicely. They match the tone well. I thought this was a really, really well put together album musically, like lyrically and and the way he sang. It lost me a little bit just because it's nothing that I haven't heard before. It's nothing that that isn't like reinventing what he's already done. And and we'll kind of like talk about it during I'm Wide Awake. It's morning. So mm-hmm. I think just because of that, it's just rehashing old material, and it's just too close. It's it's just, it, this is two years after I'm Wide Awake. It's morning. It's too soon to be doing another I'm Wide Awake. It's morning sounding album. <laughs> All right. All right. So then my number five is Lifted, their fourth record from 2002. This one is just a little bit of a step up from Fevers and Mirrors. It's just they've they've kind of they've they've absolutely nailed it as a full band. Um, it's more full sounding. Um, and this is when they start to experiment with more layering with different instruments with more instruments. So you, you're slowly seeing this band evolve and evolve. And it's really cool. It's really neat to, to hear. Um, there's still, still has a lot of emotion, a lot of angst and rawness, but, uh, yeah, no, this is, this is a good record. I, I don't really have a banger off of it, but it's uh, it's good stuff. Oof. Good, good record. There's some bangers on that one, though. I, my, I think okay. Mike said his favorite song was oh. off this record. That's cool, I guess. Do you know, what what song was it? He say. Uh, what Clementines and Oranges? What is that song called? Oh, Bowl of Oranges. My Bowl favorite song oranges. on this one too. Oh my <laughs> god, Bowl of Oranges is so fucking good. So fucking good. So freaking good. <laughs> yeah. So, so fucking so, good. Okay. So lifted is my number five. What do you got for number four? Number four, Fevers and Mirrors, third album, Fevers and Mirrors. the year 2000. This is, a, this is an album that I really, really enjoy, and it would be like my number two, but it's scattered. I love the radio show stuff. I think that's fucking fantastic. It's great. It bleeds into the next song. It, it, it serves a purpose. It's really cool. I like that it's so deep in the album. I love a few songs outside of that, but I think it's just too long. It's too long overall for me to really get into I don't. I, I did this week, but I don't think I would see myself sitting down and listening to a full Fevers and Mirrors again, ever. I, I would just. I would just pick songs that I like here and there. Um, but like, there's there's some really cool electronic instrumentals on here that are really fucking fun. That are that like throw back to him doing like the demo tapes, and he's just kind of like, I don't know, perfected that craft a little bit, but also still doesn't give a shit. And it's really good. I like it. A song to pass the time. That's a banger. That's my favorite song from this album. That's an absolute killer song. You probably don't remember it. That's fine. I don't. I don't remember that song now. <laughs> What's the giddy? <laughs> it's 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 been a lot of fucking bright eyes. It's just been, it's been a blur, honestly. All right, so yeah, that yeah. is your number four, Fevers and Mirrors, right? Yeah. All right. So my number four is The People's Key, ninth record, twenty eleven. I was surprised by this one. I, I never, well, I never really heard any Bright Eyes outside of two records. But 
Um, I do remember this album coming out. I remember seeing this album a lot on uh, back when I used to download music illegally a lot. And uh, and I remember seeing this record float around for a long time before it actually came out. It leaked a long time before it came out. And um, this was a good listen. I, I, I did enjoy most of this record. Um, it's it's a heavier record. It's There's a lot of different genres that they, they kind of dabble in on this from country to to metal a little bit um to their angsty stuff it's kind of all over the place and 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 it's pretty good so my my banger off this one is uh j j june j june stars is that how you pronounce it (laughs) is that is that how it's pronounced I don't. I would. Know. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know how to well, pronounce that. Normally, when you go Walt, that means you know you're about to correct me or something. I just heard you hurting. I just heard you hurting yourself over there, so I, <laughs> I threw that in there. But, but this song, this song is the only song that I remember of theirs that uh, that has any sort of double bass. This starts out with a fucking heavy double bass part, and then they throw it in a couple more times throughout the song. It's like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? Like, what? Why did they think this is appropriate? Um, so the song is bizarre, one, because of that. And then it, then it just drops into like a Phantom Planet style song. Like it has that, that kind of like Ooh, baby. that kind of pop rock kind of thing that Phantom Planet does so well. It's like they, they were inspired. It's like they listened to the guest and they're oh like, oh, this God. is a really good song. Or one of these, these songs are really good. Let's write a song based off of that, that record. And that's what the song is. Um, just as like, just as like, best. as like spoilers. Is this the last time you'll mention Fan- Phantom Planet or no? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, because it's not my, it's not my last time. Okay, well, well that was my first time either. But I will mention them again. They will okay. come up later. All right. So the people's key is my number four. So what do you got for number three? Uh, digital ash, digital ash, and a digital urn. This came out. Uh, this came out same day. Same day as uh, I'm wide awake. It's morning. This was like the companion piece. This was um, this is just a massive like loose concept. You got like an Americana album versus a more rock based thing. It's a cool it's a cool concept. I, I I like I like what he did. Not many bands do this, which I I think just in itself what he did alone was just fucking cool, man. That's just that's ballsy. That's that's just that's like taking pride in, in your in your work and on a level that. You just don't see nowadays. Mm-hmm. You never really see ever, actually. Um, but there's some serious bangers in this one. It's a good blend, like I said, of the alt rock bright eyes with the more somber acoustic driven bright eyes. Yeah. And like overall, I, I I wouldn't buy it on the vinyls because there's a lot of filler songs here. But really? okay. this 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 album and I'm Wide Awake It's Morning, obviously, are the ones that I I um, I sing the most. And and with like Friend of the Pod Mike. <laughs> The two songs, even today, like in our in our uh, in our group chat, we're doing a a song from from we're making fun of you doing a song on uh, digital mm, ash yes. and digital learn. Um, but yeah, dude, like down a rabbit hole, hit the switch, um, devils in the details. These are all absolute fucking bangers, like absolute bangers that stand to like the bangers of I'm wide awake. It's morning, but overall, this album's almost an hour long, and half the songs are do are fucking filler. Like the biggest single, take it easy. I don't think it's that great of a song. I don't like it. No, it's a good song, though. I just don't like it. I don't like it. People love it. I don't like it. Don't care. Um, So that's why it's my number three. Digital Ash, Digital Learn. I like what he tried to do. I like what he did. Um, I just like the album. All right. That's that's fine, I guess, but not really. Um, 
All right, so my uh, my number three is Casadega, Casa Bonita. Uh, their eighth oh, record God, from 2007. George. This one, this one is, I think, outside of Digital Ash, I think this is their most unique sounding record. This has a little bit of everything. It has, uh, you know, the synths. That has violins. It has the lap steel guitar. It, it fucking mandolin. It has fucking so many things, and they utilize them all really well. And there are a lot of songs on here that made me feel like I was playing like Skyrim or Witcher or something like that. Like it just has that kind of, I don't want to say Renaissance Fair thing, but like a a very, like soundtrack to those games. And and it's just it's bizarre that they wrote an album like this. It, it's a very unique thing. And my my favorite my banger off this one is uh, No One Would Riot for Less. It's a slower song, but it builds real real nice. It's great synths. Um, and just the way, like I said, the way it fucking builds and everything just kind of piles on top of one another. And the way, I forgot who the girl, sing, who the girl is who sings on this, but she harmonizes with Connor so well on this song. Um, I don't know, man. And there's even like a country song on here. Like it's a lot of lap steel guitar on this record. And one, I forgot what song it is, it is now, but um, yeah, there's, there's some really cool songs on this record. So Casa Dega is my number three. So what do you got for number two? Uh, lifted or the story is in the soil. Keep wow. your ear to the ground. That is a stupid title. But that <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking title. I'll tell you that much right <laughs> now. We know nothing about it. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> this fourth album. It was, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this all the time because I, I it's not just me, but like the masses associate Bright Eyes with Connor, and so it's just like when I say Bright Eyes, I will say things like he he well, did yeah. this. He wrote because, it all. Yeah, he wrote it all. But like when we get into I'm Wide Awake this morning, there are other people there that that made what he did better by just being there, by by adding things to it. But I will constantly say he was doing this. He but the I, whatever. Lift of the story is fourth album, two thousand two, banger of an album, absolutely fucking great, dude. This isn't as like diverse or eclectic as obviously I'm Wide Awake this morning, but it's a good collection of like acoustic songs. And like emo kid songs, which is fine. I like it. The melodies are strong. Connor's vocals are 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 his now, right? He can storytell and he can still sing to back it up. He's yeah. now like connected the 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 demo tapes to what will become I'm Wide Awake It's Morning. He has now done all of these things that are now the iconic what we know as Bright Eye Sound. And that was interesting thing that that friend of the pod Mike had said. That the first couple albums are tough to get through, but once you get to Lifted, everything from then on out is smooth as butter, and it yeah. kind of is. Yeah, it I really kind of is, because he found his he found his voice. He found his voice not like a literal thing. He found his voice in songwriting. He found his voice how to mix it with his guitar playing. Everything is blending together very very well, much like you were cooking something. Like everything is now coming together in a way that makes sense to him to us. And it's presentable in a way that's very catchy. That's very, very good. Yeah. And lifted, lifted is the only album, obviously aside from the main album, that I would I would buy in the vinyls if I saw it used somewhere. I'd probably pick it up because I do think it's I do think it's really really good. And Bowl of Oranges, man, Bowl of Oranges is such a fucking banger of a song. That's a it's top good. five Bright Eyes song. It's a good that song. That's a top but... five Bright Eyes song. Maybe top three Bright Eyes song. Just you know. It's a fucking killer song. That's my favorite one too. 
You're saying a lot of words. That's for sure. Um, it's it's a good record, but and and I do agree with Mike too. It's it is the turning point for for him for the band whatever, um, because yeah, they really found his footing and really found his stride and took off from there. So it's good. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So my number one and two, honestly, they could be interchangeable. I hate that you say that. I hate that you say that. I really. That. I mean. If they can be interchangeable, then don't be annoying and just say Digital Ash is your number two. That way I don't fucking fly off the handle already before we even start the main fucking episode. You know what? My number two is I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning. <laughs> you're, the worst, you're the worst human being of all fucking time. <laughs> think, think of like the worst humans that have ever existed on Earth. You're fucking worse than all of them. I don't even go into their names, but we all know who they are. You're fucking worse. You are worse than they are. Were. <laughs> Some of them are still alive probably. Oh shit! All right, so yeah, my my number one, your number one is obviously I'm wide awake. Um, my number one is Digital Ash and a Digital Urn. Dumb. Uh, so yeah, you, I mean you you explained this one. It's it, it's double record essentially, which I had no idea until this week until I listened to listened to all their stuff. I, I had no idea it was a double album. Um, but yeah, I, I I think this is one of the most their most unique sounding records. There's a lot more electronic stuff. I mean. I kind of agree with the rock stuff. It is a little bit more rock heavy, but it's that it, I don't know. It still has a lot of the angst, but I like the I like the dig, not the digital part because it's the name of the stupid fucking record. But I, I like the Digimon. Yeah, Digimon, the Digimon in the record. But I really like how he how they they kind of took a deeper dive into the electronic stuff. And his voice, honestly, his voice sounds really really good with an electronic beat, much like Ben Gibbard. I think he sounds better with Postal Service than he ever did with, with every than he ever does with uh, Death Cab. He just has one oh, of those those good voices. That's, that's what we say until we heal, hear like Hill, Hill? until we heal <laughs> Ben Gibber do do like an accurse, uh, accursed. Dude, what is happening? Dude, you are just <laughs> you are fucking insane tonight. Until we heal Ben Gibber <laughs> do a cursed acoustic version of uh, of I will follow you into the dark. Like if, if you watch him do that, like acoustically. Oh yeah, it's fucking great. Holy cow! Like that, uh, the acoustic version of I will follow you into the dark is Death Cab's well, best song. I mean, it, it just the, it just it perfectly encapsulates everything that Ben wants to do musically with Death Cab. It's beautiful. It's perfect. But the studio version is an acoustic song. But it's 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 it's. It's dubbed. It's nuanced. Uh, it's it's uh, it's not him kind of like fucking it up, slowing it down, speeding it up, depending on the night. Okay, I and that yeah, in that sense, okay, I understand. Oh man, but all the postal service stuff is way You're better. So than, stupid that you fucking think. <laughs> digital ash and uh, I'm wide awake. I'm gonna fucking blow your butthole through your mind because you're fucking so stupid. <laughs> My uh, yeah, my banger off of this no one, words. my banger okay. off of this one is "Arc of Time," and this is my favorite Bright Eyes song. That's a, okay. Well, that's that's wrong. <laughs> it's that it true. Should be your favorite Bright Eyes song, but it damn, is my it's favorite a Bright Eyes song. Good ass song. It's a fucking amazing song. So "Arc of Time," I think it's one of the most unique sounding songs, but like easily their most unique sounding song. Oh man, dude, that's uh, it's it's beyond. It's so fucking catchy. It's it's a fantastic song. Great record too. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's my, that's my number one. So I guess we're done with this episode. We're done ranking everything and uh, let's get Don't into the main record. So apparently, <laughs> so thank you all for listening. Give us five stars. Listen to the main episode. 
That's it. That's all. Thank you, Bert.